turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter 20. Everyone who uh, lives on this earth has told a lie at one time or another. But have you ever told a lie that could uh, put you and your family and your uh, future in serious danger? Well, as we uh, look at Genesis 20, uh, Abraham does just such a thing. So let's uh, read Genesis 20. book of Genesis. Genesis 20. Now Abraham moved on from there into the region of the Negev and lived between Kadesh and Shur. For a while he stayed in Gerar, and there Abraham said of his wife, Sarah, she is my sister. Then Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent for Sarah and took her. But God came to Abimelech in a dream one night and said to him, you're as good as dead. Because of the woman you have taken, she is a married woman. Now Abimelech had not gone near her, so he said, Lord, will you destroy an innocent nation? Did he not say to me, she is my sister? And didn't she also say, he is my brother? I have done this with a clear conscience and clean hands. Then God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know you did this with a clear conscience, and so I have kept you from sinning against me. That is why I did not let you touch her. Now return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you will live. But if you do not return her, you may be sure that you and all yours will die. The next morning Abimelech summoned all his officials, and when he told them all that had happened, they were very much afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham in and said, What have you done to us? How have I wronged you that you have brought such great guilt upon me and my kingdom? You have done things to me that should not be done. And Abimelech asked Abraham, What was your reason for doing this? Abraham replied, I said to myself, There is surely no fear of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she really is my sister, the daughter of my father, though not of my mother, and she became my wife. And when God had me wander from my father's household, I said to her, This is how you can show your love to me. Everywhere we go, say of me, He is my brother. Then Abimelech brought sheep and cattle and male and female slaves and gave them to Abraham. And he returned Sarah, his wife, to him. And Abimelech said, My land is before you. Live wherever you like. To Sarah he said, I am giving your brother a thousand shekels of silver. This is to cover the offense against you before all who are with you. You are completely vindicated. Then Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his slave girls, so they could have children again. For the Lord had closed up every womb in Abimelech's household because of Abram's wife, Sarah. Now, we see here that uh, Abraham is uh, moving again, and we know this in verse 1, where it says, Now Abraham journeyed from there towards the land of Negev. Now, where uh, is he leaving from? Where well, the oak of Mamrah. The rest of the verse says, And he settled between Kadesh and Shur, then he sojourned in Gerar. 
Now, if we look back at Genesis 18, it tells us uh, uh, Abraham is living in uh, what would be modern day uh, the Sinai Peninsula. Turn back uh, a couple of chapters. Genesis 18 one says, Now the Lord appeared to him by the oaks of Mamrah, where he was sitting at the tent door in the heat of the day. So that tells us we know where he is going and we know where he is coming from. Now we see that Abraham is back to his old tricks. In verse 2, it says, Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. So Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. Now, this is the same thing that he did in uh, Genesis 12 when they were in Egypt. If you remember, uh, he did the same thing where he he feared the people of the land and he said that Sarah was his sister instead of her being his wife. Now, uh, after this happens, God gives Abimelech a frightening warning. Uh, Notice verse three. But God came to Abimelech in a dream of the night and said to him, Behold, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken, for she is married. Now, you know, that has to be nothing but God himself to come in a dream and give you that type of uh, specific uh, warning. Uh, This wasn't a dream that happened by chance. It just so happened that he had a man's wife. Now, Abimelech pleads his innocence. In verses four and five, now Abimelech had not come near her and he said, Lord, what thou slay a nation, even though blameless, did he not himself say to me, she is my sister. And she herself said, he is my brother in the integrity of my heart and in the innocence of my hands. I have done this. So Abimelech pleased to the Lord and says, Lord, you know, why would you take your vengeance out on me? I did nothing wrong. I thought this woman was available. Now, you see the trouble that Abraham and Sarah are stirring up by doing this. But God is sovereign. As we see in verses uh, six and seven, and they read, then God said to him in the dream. We see that Abimelech is still dreaming. Yes, I know. That in the integrity of your heart, you have done this. And I also kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Now, therefore, restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet and he will pray for you and you will live. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die, you and all who are yours. Now, uh, notice uh, that the Lord stopped him from sinning, but Abimelech still had free will to do what is right or wrong. I think that's important to point out here because uh, just like in our lives, the Lord intervenes. It says that he always provides us a means of escape and the Lord provided Abimelech a means of escape. In this case, he did it by actually speaking to him and showing him this in uh his dream but Abimelech still had the right that's why the Lord said if you uh, do not uh, restore the man uh, you know know that you shall surely die you and all who are yours so Abimelech had a choice here then Abimelech informs his people of his dream and then he uh, confronts Abraham We, we see verses 8 through 10 
Abimelech arose early in the morning and called all his servants and told all these things in their hearing. And the men were greatly frightened. And as 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 most of us would be, if someone says they had a dream directly from the Lord God that showed him a specific vision. Verse nine, then Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, what have you done to us? And how have I sinned against you that you have brought on me and my kingdom a great sin? You have done to me things that ought not to be done. So Abimelech uh, confronts Abraham to his face and basically says, hey, man, you know, what, what's going on? Why, why, would, why would you do this? Why would you put me in a situation where the wrath of God will fall on me? He continues, and Abimelech said to Abraham, uh, what have you encountered that you have done this, that you have done this to me? So we see here that uh, Abimelech is questioning Abraham and trying to make sense of what is going on. Then Abraham answers for himself uh, in 11 through 13, where Abraham said, because I thought surely there is no fear of God in this place and they will kill me because of my wife. So just like when he was in Egypt, he felt the same way here. These people are not of God. So uh, they will want my wife so bad they will kill me and take her. Besides, she actually is my sister, the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. In my opinion, this is still Abraham uh, copping out. We get how everything was intertwined back in those days, but he's basically trying to save face and say, well, technically, I didn't lie to you. She is actually my sister. She's just a, you know, quote, half sister. And then he continues on the 13 and says, and it came about when God caused me to wander from my father's house that I said to her, this is the kindness which you will show to me. Everywhere we go, say of me, he is my brother. So, so Sarah is also in on this is not just something that Abraham was okay with. She was okay with the lie as well. And I, I suppose, uh, they did this because they thought that, uh, this would save Abraham's life. So be it. Now, Abimelech blesses Abraham. Uh, notice this. Uh, notice verses 14 through 16. Abimelech then took sheep and oxen and male and female servants and gave them to Abraham and restored his wife, Sarah, to him. And Abimelech said, behold, my land is before you. Settle wherever you please. And to Sarah, he said, behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, it is your vindication before all who are with you and before all men you are cleared. Now, notice he gave Abraham silver. Again, we see money in the book of Genesis. Now, I want to point that out. Uh, I mentioned some chapters back of uh, uh, how people said that money didn't exist in the Old Testament. Here, right here, uh, we notice again that Abimelech gave Abraham silver. So we know that there was money in the Old Testament in the book of Genesis. Okay, so God blesses the people with children. Notice verse 17. And Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maid so that they bore children. So according to this, in this context, it's safe to assume that the people uh, in Abimelech's uh, land uh, were barren and they were not having children. So now some time has passed and children are on the way. Uh the Lord's uh, obviously stopped the people uh, from having children. If you look at verse 18, 
And we continue for the Lord had closed fast all the wounds of the household of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife, Abraham's wife. Now that ties back in with verse 17 when I said that is apparent that these people here couldn't have children. So this tells us that Sarah and Abraham were in this land for quite a while, even though when we read the verses, it seems like maybe a couple of days, maybe a week they were there. And then the Lord gave uh Abimelech this vision no they had to have been there for some time because it says that the Abraham prayed and then the wounds were open now uh, and that's very important too because a lot of times when people uh, read the Bible we we kind of take things as they happen like instantly like right then but this shows us that it had to be some time because how else would they know uh after Abraham prayed that these women had children because we know for the wound to be open it takes at least uh, nine months to have a healthy baby and so be it that was Abraham's treachery thank you for listening God bless Thank the